This week, Art Simone shangles the competition and makes a surprising return. Electra fights with everyone, and etc. carves out their villain role. For the maxi challenge, it's a design challenge. The girls need to rehash some trash into Flash. On the main stage, Scarlett Adams wins her second challenge in a row, while Karen from Finance and Anita Wiglet are placed in the bottom two. After a lip-sync battle for their lives, Karen from Finance lived to see another day while Anita Wiglet was asked to sashay away. Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Down Under starts now. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race recap show for RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under, Season 1, Episode 4, titled Recycled. My name's Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by two Bogan co-hosts. First, from Bloody Podcast, please say, off with her head! To Lori Rogan. To Lori Rogan Cap. Hello, Lori. How are you? Hi, how are you? Just my normal speaking voice. Okay. It sounds the same to me. Yeah. Oh, were you doing a voice right now? <laughs> no. Yeah. No, I wasn't doing a voice. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't think so. Just so how people tell me my voice sounds. Yeah. Well, it is how your voice sounds. So, like, there's no lie there. Where's the lie? <laughs> fair. Fair. Yeah. So, uh, so, Lar, <laughs> what you're referencing, right? I, I now call you Lar. Um, yeah, what you know, what you're referencing is we do a show, all right, called Just Between. Oh wait, we would do that. Let's bring, let's bring our next. You just heard a voice earlier, okay? That voice belonged to the person who's from Breaking Down Bad Books. Please say good day, night to Nathan Brown. Nathan, how are you? I'm good. L- Lori, let Nathan talk. <laughs> Lori. Can can I speak, please? Yeah, oh, sorry. How y'all going? <laughs> yeah, Lori. We, Lori and I had actually spoken, and we're, we made the decision we're going to let Nathan talk. And I introduced Nathan, and Lori just pipes right in. Anyway, what there? I refer- love that it has to be a decision to make to let me speak. I know Did it, it well, is. Well, the yeah, two of us. The two of us. I mean- yeah. <laughs> I to be honest with you, Nathan. When I went on with Lori, I'm lucky I get to speak. It's an active decision I make every day to let other people talk. Yeah. <laughs> let me. Th- I was in the middle of working, and Lori called me, and I was like, hello? And she was like, let me tell you about my aunt. Oh, my God. She did something so annoying today. Well, you can't. Yeah, nope. That story should have been told on Just Between Us Girls, a show. I'm not going to tell it. I'm just saying she did something super annoying. I didn't even understand the story. I was trying to watch Drag Race while she's telling me the story. Something about a laptop cord on the floor. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what's going on right now. And I, I think, and I think what actually Lori just sort of nonchalantly dropped in the story was that she took her laptop connected to a power cord into the bathroom while she was taking a shit. Is that what it was? No, in my bedroom. I oh. never, so I took my laptop into my bedroom. The laptop cord was on the couch. My aunt calls me from the bathroom and says, could your laptop cord have fallen on the floor? 
And I said, well, I'm not there, so I don't know. Is it on the floor? And she goes, that's not what I'm asking you. I'm asking you if it could have fallen off. While like, she's in the bathroom. While I'm in the bathroom. I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to know? Uh, <laughs> how, how do I know if my place I'm is? very confused by the layout of your place, by the way. Because oh, like, really? from the bathroom, you're in the kitchen. and then, like, You can look into the lounge room. Yeah. I need a map. I actually do know the layout of Lori's house. I've been inside of it. Uh, and so, and, and, you know, I you and, and Nathan, I'm going to tell you something. I'm tell, I want everyone here to listen. I was very surprised. I was gobsmacked, if you will. The house is a lot cleaner than you think it would be. It's very clean. So that would be surprising to anybody who, uh, went to Lori's house. But let's get right into the episode. Lainey's name two things like about the episode and one thing you did not. Let's start with Nathan Brown there. Nathan, what are two things like about the episode and one thing you did not? So I really liked that Art Simone is back. I think it's a bit unfair that she's back, but ultimately I enjoy her presence on the show, so I'm happy she's back. And the other thing I liked was the Electra, etc., Scarlet shadiness fighting. I just love to see some drag queens fight, so I really enjoyed that. And the one thing I didn't like was Anita leaving. I actually really grew to like her by the end of her run on the show, and Mm -hmm. so I was actually genuinely sad that she left. All right, very good. Lori, what about you? I have two things I didn't like oh. about this episode. Okay. So the two things I didn't like was I didn't like Art Simone coming back. I feel like Nathan and I are always at odds. Um, I felt like it was bullshit, and I felt like it showed again how the producers truly didn't want Art Simone, even though I thought in the beginning they did, they did want her to go. I think they truly didn't want Art Simone to leave in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's kind of bullshit that she came back. Mm-hmm. But I will say she did a very good job, you know, throughout the episode. So we'll see that. Um, I also didn't like, I, I was really hoping we would see a ketamine uh, um, Wiglet like showdown. Because aren't they supposed to be like com- mm-hmm. a comedy duo? And I mm-hmm. thought that would be a really fun thing. That's right. Because we-, we had predicted that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, you know. But who knows what's going to happen in the future? Maybe Anita Wiglet will come back or something. Um, well, she's white, so she might. Yeah, yeah. I just I felt like it point. was, like, and, and I will on to I'll go on top of that. It kind of felt a little racist that they mm. only brought back the white white girl from yeah. the show. Um, the one thing I did like was the looks. I liked most of the looks. I thought they were uh, really cute. And I, our second thing I have is is the drama. The, I love the drama. I thought that was... I, I love that et cetera is getting under everyone's skin, and Electroshock is just such a friggin' idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I love it, that. It's funny that you... My stuff is sort of a, a combination and a soup of what you guys are saying. Um, I actually liked almost all of the looks. Okay? Um, I actually... To the point where I'm like, they're kind of being a little rough on... I think they're trying to find someone to get well. I think they knew they wanted to get rid of Anita. I think it was there are a lot of signs I think that it was Anita's time to go. You know, in their little pre-show determination of the lineup. And I never thought about by the way, my the second thing I like was I'm also a fan of Art Simone's return. Uh I think it was I think yeah, well we'll get into reasons why I think he came back. But um I think it, it, it makes the show more interesting. He is an interesting television person. So uh, it'll inject some interest, especially since they got rid of Anita. It would have been super boring with Anita gone mm-hmm. and Art gone and Coco gone. So, uh, and the one thing I did not like is 
I, I, I seem to be up and down with et cetera, et cetera. Didn't like her. Then I started to like her. And now I'm like, what the fuck is her problem? You know, like she seemed, she seemed pretty villainous uh, on this episode. Um, all right, well, let's jump right into it. After Coco's elimination, Scarlet reveals, I'm sorry, revels in her victory. While Electra's confused by the judge's comments, etc., does her best to really let Electra know, etc.'s thoughts on Electra's le- look, leaving her Electra shook. The next day, the girls enter the workroom ready for the day's challenge. After Electra states that the judges thought she was too good, Scarlet and etc. come for Electra, and Electra fights back. Let's start with, um, Nathan, Nathan, you know, uh, et cetera, especially in that first opening segment, really comes for Electra out of nowhere. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you think you would have been as blunt as et cetera was? What are your thoughts here? Oh, God, no. But I feel like et cetera is ultimately doing Electra a favor because mm-hmm. Electra can really play with that underdog narrative, like mm-hmm. the Adore Delano type archetype, mm-hmm. and really set herself up for a good run to go further than she actually probably should. Mm -hmm. So I think the more they poke holes at her and antagonize her is ultimately better for Electra in the end. So Mm -hmm. etc. is setting herself up for a fail Mm -hmm. by going in so hard. Yeah. Um, Yeah, She's too easily riled up by those two. I feel like I, if I was electroshock, I would have been like, who gives a shit? Like, it doesn't matter what you think, but electroshock too. All of them are just so like, they are so confused by any critique they're given. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, just take it. Just take it and go with it. Like, yeah. it doesn't, you know, uh, what does it matter? It's a competition. Yeah. It, it, yeah, I, I completely agree. But, Lori, I have a question for you. Um, now, Electra later on says she thinks she's too good. That they thought, whether the judges thought that she was too good. What, were your, what was your reaction when she said that? Oh, that was totally stupid. I mean, that was like... <laughs> that was there was a I remember there's this girl woman who was in uh, improv and she used to say she used to, she she never made in improv there's a thing called a herald team which is mm-hmm. like the the house oh, team God, what the okay. theater will put on and stuff mm-hmm. like that she used to say she never made a house team because she was too good at improv and it was like um I don't think that's the case <laughs> yeah why would it be like you're, yeah it gets the same thing here like oh my God Electra's so good we got to put her in the bottom it doesn't make any yeah. sense. That Nathan, doesn't make any sense. Nathan, it makes you want to a in? little bit of sense because the critique was that she was dancing too much. Okay. Okay. But they weren't saying she was dancing well. They were saying she was dancing too much. And they were saying that she was outshining everyone else. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. the choreography issue, but she was the It's funny that you say yeah. that. I was thinking about this later. I want to jump back to that topic and that episode where I like that root because I was reminded of it when, when, uh, in the, in the, in the previously, uh, portion. Um, uh, they show Michelle Visage telling her she was making it about her, you know? Yes. And I was like, really, bitch? <laughs> when they walk into the workroom, there are nothing but fucking pictures of RuPaul over the, all over the workroom. The trophy is a fucking trophy of RuPaul. The name of this epo- episode is RuCycled. Uh, uh, on Art Simone's episode where he went home, they had to sing a RuPaul, lip sync to a RuPaul song. Everything is RuPaul in this world, you know? And I was like, but you're criticizing Electra Shock because she made it all about her. I feel well, like that, yeah. I feel like that, uh, that Willy Wonka, 
uh, meme where he's like, tell me again about how Electra's making it all about her. That's kind of how I feel about it. And also, in every other team challenge, they say to them, oh, you've got to stand out. Yeah. You've got to not let your team drag you down. And then yeah. she does that and gets well, burned for it. We'll get to it in the judges' critiques, but I feel like they flip-flopped for every single queen that mm-hmm. they didn't like in this in this judges' critique. One critique was one way, and the other critique was the other way, and it was mm-hmm. this... But, I mean, but again, RuPaul has earned that kind of fame. Electra Shock has not earned that kind of fame. Hey, she backup danced for J-Lo. <laughs> and Sia. Well, and also, like, can we just be... I mean, Scarlett Adams is not, like, she's just kind of like a turd in a, a punch bowl. Like, she's not, like, she's not the best, at too. And it's just, like, she's just sort of, like, like uh, modeling her way through this competition and so for her to call out and be like, oh, great, you've danced behind people. It's like, it's actually a pretty big deal to be a backup dancer to to somebody. Like, it, you know, so I, but the thing is, is like, I don't know why Electroshock was letting them get to her. Like, mm-hmm. I would just been like, who gives a shit what you have to say? Mm-hmm. You know? Also, what is it with the Down Under Queens? Coco did this and Electra did it where she bragged about sending two people home. And remember Coco was like, oh, you don't fuck with me. And I'm like, you were in the bottom. Who's- but that's but that's what they did last. Remember last that's- episode they did that where all the queens were like, "Oh, Coco sent already sent two people home." It's like she's been in the bottom twice. That's why. No, it's Coco- not like she specifically sent two people home. By the she, way, they did ahead. that. Did you see that on uh, when Keita Me? I noticed this when Keita Mean's name came up. It said she was thirty four, and I was like backwards because she's not thirty four. She's 43. Does Keita Mean look 34 years old to you, Lori? Yes, she does. I mean, I I look like Keita Mean. So I'm not going to throw. I look like Keita Mean when, before the surgery. Um, I I mean, I don't know. I thought, look, I my funniest thing with Keita Mean, with Keita mean was just like her, just every, like they were just saying like, you're safe. And she was like, yeah, I'm doing something right. <laughs> um, all right, let's do a real quick round robin. Uh, Nathan, Team Electra, Team Etc. Electra. Laurie? Oh, man. That's like Sophie's choice. I mean, uh, Is it? but both the children are terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God. I, I honestly, I'm just going to say Electra because she's winning. That's the only reason. If Lori was Sophie, she would have bought she would have bought two dingoes. No, that's not Sophie's choice. I know, I know what Sophie's choice is. But if okay. you had to make a choice, you would go. You would go. Excuse me, can I go to a pet shop there? And that's not even Australian. And and then she'd be like, they "Can I buy two shop? dingoes?" And like, we don't sell dingoes. Do they sell dingoes in pet shops, Nathan? No, Excuse they me, don't. ma'am. Shouldn't you be deciding which one of your children to give? Yeah. I am. I'm going to do both, and I'm going to give one to one dingo and the one to the other. I don't want to be unfair there. It's not the right movie. <laughs> you need. You're All in the, the right, right. You're in the right cultural subtext. In the right accent, then I'm going to put them in meat pies. Okay, now you're going into a different musical, hey. and I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And Peggy. All right. Um. Uh, let's move on here. Oh, but did you guys say anything you wanted to ever see? Anything you want to say about this segment, Nathan? 
Is this the segment where Art comes back or no? No, no, not yet. Laurie. No, yeah, sorry. That's it. Uh, Yeah. Okay, here we go. Next, RuPaul entered the workroom to announce this week's Maxi Challenge after Ru rambles about how drag queens make magic out of something tragic and something about second chances. The pit crew sands an old person, Lori, wheels in a crate full of junk. Did I take your line, Nathan? No, I'm oh. just outraged. Yeah. Um... I actually missed him this episode. Yeah, I bet you did. Again, after more mumbo coco jumbo, someone pops out of the <laughs> bin. Hallelujah! It's Art Simone. He's rejoining the competition after his surprise elimination. The other contestants are gagged and can't believe their eyes. RuPaul explains this week's design challenge. Turn op shop looks into couture. After Ru says go, the queens make a mad dash for the available materials. Uh, Nathan, let's start with you. Um... What were your thoughts on this whole segment? So it's completely ridiculous that they brought Art back without a challenge and didn't think about bringing Jojo back or um, Coco. Yeah. I, 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 it's completely unfair. It's mm-hmm. a stitch up, but I do enjoy Art, so I was happy to see it. Yeah. But it's a little bit icky that the two POC queens that have been eliminated mm-hmm. don't get the same treatment. Yeah. Laurie, what do you think? I thought it was bullshit. I thought, I don't think she should have come back. I think that for, I mean, I just, I honestly think it was just them being like, we can't get rid of her. She's, she's like, we didn't mean to get rid of her. We, uh, you know, we want to bring her back. So let's bring her back. And they just made it happen. And I think it's a slap in the face to the Queens who have gone through the competition. Mm -hmm. And it's a slap in the face to the Queens who have been eliminated from the competition. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I thought it was bullshit. You know, this uh, this season, I am intentionally not peeking at any spoilers. I really, I, I'm watching this episode like you and I'm talking to the, the you being the audience at home who don't look at spoilers. So I don't know. I was genuinely uh, gagged when Art popped out. Um, ultimately, Joe, I think it's, yes, Nathan. Sorry. So when you saw the trailer for last week with the something coming out of the trash and everyone having a shocked look, like, what did you think would happen? Did you have any ideas? Yeah, here's the deal. I'll be honest with you. I don't pay attention. And if I did, I, I forgot about it one minute after it aired. I don't care. Because <laughs> I knew, well, eventually this is gonna, I'm going to find out. And I don't have to think about this anymore. You know? So I don't well, even remember that being the trailer. Well, we saw Art Simone in the preview. I just assumed that it was that, Art, that the queens were coming, the eliminated queens were coming back to help the queens that were like there. Wait, Art was like in the trailer for this week's episode? Yeah. We saw. I don't think so. We, you, last saw, week. you saw the, the trash heap moving upwards, but you didn't see her head break through. Oh, I thought I remember seeing Art Simone, but I just assumed it was like they came back to like help them or something. Um, but what I will say, what's funny is I kind of agree with Laurie's conspiracy theory, but I will go a step further. Uh, I believe that uh, because I would have thought this was planned, okay? I would have thought this was planned. And I have not had time to do the math. I was literally working right up until we we came to record. But I was going to do the math. I don't want spoilers to be there for people who don't like spoilers. But Nathan, can you tell me this? Be very, very careful here. And I'm going to take it out of the show. Is there a double elimination later? I don't know. All I knew was that Art was coming back. Oh, okay. I thought you knew. Um, and I think there were rumors that it was she was coming back because the episode before was a double elimination, but that didn't happen. So yeah. 
So I think there's going to have to be a double elimination because what I'm thinking is because the number seems right for the number. I think there's only ten queens that were came in, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and then there's only eight episodes. You need. I think there has to be a double elimination, or they're going to have a final four. You know, uh, one of the two. But the point is that um, I think because Nami said there's a rumor that um, that backstage they heard Art scream, "You told me I was going to win," right? And I think I don't think anyone ever told I don't think they would ever promise someone was going to win. No. But I think they would promise someone that they would go either very far or all the way. Right? And I think f- phone calls were made, agents were called, people mm-hmm. or maybe it was it could have been cuz there are drag race producers who go out and kind of scout in LA at least in New York. I don't know about other places, but Maybe, or maybe just, maybe just art dealing with World of Wonder, some sort of producer, maybe Randy or Fenton told him something. Who knows? And I think that was perhaps brought up, you know, or somehow it was like this, the only reason I did this, this is all pure speculation on my part, because there's a couple of things. One, art is not necessarily a good actor. So I don't think art knew. Right. And so that was his horror and shock and sadness was genuine on episode two. One. Two, RuPaul, they didn't, it, the way they presented it, you even pointed this out, Nathan, seemed very slapdash and not like, well, we're going to have him do a challenge. Maybe he can come. It was nothing like that. It was, and in fact, he even says, I don't know if it was during the table visit or actually when they bring him back, he said something like, well, the judges and I got together and we decided that you need another chance or something to that effect. Yeah. Which makes it seem like it was like sort of decided later. And uh, so I don't think there was an intention to bring him back. Uh, or they just saw how boring last episode that was could be it too. commentary. That could like, be oh. too. That could be it too. Uh, but I, I, uh, I think that there was something happen. I, I don't think it was meant for him to come. I don't think this was planned. I think this was something decided in between the episodes and they were like, well, we can just do a demo elimination later or we have a top four and we just choose from that because yeah. Or maybe they worried that it would just so obviously be Karen's to win. I don't know because then why eliminate her to begin yeah. with? They could have easily gotten rid of Karen this episode. Like, if they wanted to double gag us with getting rid of the established queens, they could have done that this episode. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk about that. I, 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 smell, I smell a stunt, and I don't think it was a stunt that was planned beforehand. I don't even think it was one where they're like, ha, 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 wouldn't it be funny if we did this gag and then bring them back? It, cause it, the reveal wasn't even that exciting, you know? Yeah. It was just very like, oh, yeah, this is a thing that's happening. Let's move on. Um, Laura, do you have anything else to say about this before we move on? Uh, I just, well, when we get to the Discord corner. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, Nathan, uh, well, let's go to Lori. Lori, et cetera, says that anyone can send Art home because Coco sent her home and they Coco went home. What do you think about this? Is, is et cetera right? Do you think she's just uh, trying to get under Art's skin? What do you think is going on here? No. I mean, honestly, I would be shocked if et cetera sends anybody home if she's ever in the bottom mm-hmm. because she just doesn't seem like she she's been safe the entire time. She hasn't won any challenges. Mm -hmm. She just doesn't seem like she has the air of like somebody who's won 
you know, like every challenge and mm-hmm. she, but she just like, doesn't seem like she has the ability to actually turn it on as a queen and be mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, an interesting, um, person to watch sort mm-hmm. of thing. So no, mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think, uh, look, I think what she meant by that is like, if somebody like Art Simone can go home that early, then that, that means that any of us could go home, which is mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's just sort of like a throwaway statement because that's it's a competition. So yeah, a doy. That's true. Did you want to weigh in on that, Nathan? She just has a really huge ego for someone that came in dressed as a cockroach. <laughs> yes. Well, cockroaches have huge egos mm-hmm. too. Now, let me ask you a question, Nathan. Uh, is Art correct that the design abilities of the other contestants are not very good? I don't know about that. I feel like with this design challenge, everyone did pretty well. Mm-hmm. So, and like Maxie points out, like she didn't know how to sew, but she took fucking lessons. So I feel like they're smart enough to get through on the design abilities. Yeah. Some are a bit sketchier than others. And like, I do think Electra's taste level mm-hmm. as a base is lower than say like et cetera's or Scarlet's. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well then finally, Laura, or did you want to weigh in on what he just said? No, Mike. Okay. And then, Lori, I'm going to ask you, should Electroshock have let Scarlet Adams use the panties that, that were on her pile? No. Oh, you no. agree with... Oh, you agree, too. You think they Electra yeah. made the right uh, choice? Yeah. Fuck that hoe. Yeah. Oh, I really? Would. The competition... It's a competition, Joe. Like, yeah. Hold on. You, okay. you, you use whatever you can to your abilities to yeah. win. Yeah. And... I, I think Electroshock did the right thing. Get it all the material, put it, you know, hoard it, mm-hmm. and don't let anyone use it. Mm-hmm. So then they're forced to use the scraps, mm-hmm. and then they have to improvise. But as we've seen, even Electroshock couldn't really win the challenge. I mean, mm-hmm. she was, like, excited to be safe, mm-hmm. you know. Like, yeah. that was, like, her winning. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, I would have done it because just because if I go back, harken back to All-Stars 2... Now, this is a different kind of competition where the queens send each other home, but, you know, Alaska felt an allegiance to Roxy. Just, they were friends, but also because Roxy had let her use an outfit, that, uh, a blouse, if not mistaken. Uh, by well, the way. She just literally <laughs> threw her under. Was that before? No, it's before. Threw, it's before. Before? Yeah. Oh, now, gosh. or it could have been after, by the way. The way they cut it, we don't know. Actually, it's a good point, Larry. We don't know where that comes in the timeline. Um, by the way, good on Maxie for taking sewing lessons once she got on the show. I thought yeah. that was really good. What do you think about that, Nathan? Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, yeah, smart. I also love that Art talks about how he is mentally, his mentality about the show has changed since he'd been eliminated. You guys, you have to remember this. It's been two weeks for us. It's been about two or three days for Art. He's been gone for yeah. two or three days. He's like, my whole mentality has changed the... Yeah. I'm a you totally know? different person. I'm a different person, eh? Like, I used to be a G Fisher, but now I'm the other guy, whatever his name is. Well, I will say within that within that 72 hours, it does seem like Art got some work done. So, I'm gonna, No, Lori, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> Art looked really hot in this episode. I was here for it. Nathan, I see him nodding. He agrees yeah. with me. And I'm not going to lie. Speaking of Nathan's wearing a hot tank top, I love Nathan's tank top. I'm sorry, Nathan. Um. Uh, what's his name again? Art's tank top. Is it open to alliances, but it was crossed out? I thought that was a really cute tank top. Um, by the way, how was Karen? Sh- Karen was like, oh, I was shocked when it came back there. I was shocked, you know? 
he came big into competition. I'm like, how are you shocked? This happens all the time on the show. People come back. I do agree it's a stunt, and it did, there didn't seem to be a, a – a, it didn't make a lot of sense, right? But do people come back right after being eliminated it's happened. two episodes prior? Yes, Carmen Carrera, uh, Trixie Mattel. They've done it but a couple – it's usually lighter in the season. But it like, is literally, later. like an episode had got like it was like she got eliminated one episode and then and then Guys, she comes back. Like we discussed, this was not meant to. This was not planned. Okay, but it's not unusual for it to happen in the show. Mm. Yeah, um, and then by the way, um, I wrote that Art was you know he's pretty privileged that during the pandemic because someone has said like, oh, what, how did it feel? He goes, it was the latest point of my life, and I was like. It's during a pandemic, and people are dying, and well, the lowest point in his life is being eliminated on a reality but show. Reality is relative. I mean, what somebody is struggling, what somebody else is struggling with, isn't necessarily what you're struggling with. So yeah, maybe that is that's the lowest true. Point I in struggle his life. with uh, you. Um. All right. Well, why don't we do this, Lori? Calm down. We'll do Discord Corner, which is only for our patrons, people. Um. Uh, but why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? And when we come back, we will jump right back into the episode. Um, let's go to where we are. In the workroom, Maxie points out that she took sewing lessons. Oh, I already said that. Karen confesses she's not too good at sewing or design. Art shares her feelings about being eliminated, etc. Stretches logic about how the competition works. Art feigns ignorance about the note Coco found last week at her makeup station. Scarlet feels confident, and Electra doesn't let Car- Scarlet use her panties. Oh, we talked about those two things, too. Lori, let us start with you here. Um... For, uh, who was this that did it? It says, was it smart to ask RuPaul's opinion about her outfit design? I didn't say who that was. Electroshock. Oh, yeah. Did you think that was smart, Lori? No. I thought that was super stupid. And also, like, uh, I mean, first off, I think it was basically redundant because that's what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You're showing RuPaul your outfit and RuPaul's going to sort of give you advice on what she thinks. Mm -hmm. So to say like, oh, I'd like your advice is like a doy. That's why she's here. What's this new a doy thing that you're doing? (laughs) I'm bringing it back. Yeah. Um, Bringing it back from where? Yeah. From from Satan's butthole. Uh Uh-huh. Why do you bring care? back a doy? Yeah. So I think that no, I think that it was stupid, and I think she was trying to be like almost like get like sort of like RuPaul on her side and mm-hmm. be like, oh, I really w-, you know suck up to RuPaul, and RuPaul mm-hmm. was just like, bitch, that's why I'm here. Like, yeah. this is what I'm doing. Yeah. And uh, also, I just thought it was like she had like a stupid idea. Like, I thought it was like uh. She was like, oh, I sent home two two New Zealand girls. No, so Australian be- girls. Oh, two Australian girls. And it was like, yeah, because you were in the bottom twice, you dumb bitch. Yeah. Like, why is that? Why is it you can't remember every the whole picture? Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, oh, I, I, got, I got kicked off because I was too good. 
Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you got kicked, you know, or you got, I got on the bottom because I was too good. No, that's not why. You dumb idiot. What did you think, Nathan? Why, uh, what did you think of that? Uh, about Electra? Yeah. No, I think, you know, it, it was a dumb idea. Mm-hmm. Kangaroo Hunter. Like, mm-hmm. is that even a thing? But she was right to take Rue's note and change mm-hmm. track. Like, I think if Rue is Wait, hold on for a second. In, in a walkthrough. Hold on. I am on my notes ahead of myself. Finish your thought, but I'm ahead of myself. But go ahead. Yeah, if Rue gives you a hint in the walkthrough or in the at all, you take it. Mm-hmm. Because that's the that's the judge you want to get on your side. Yeah. Um. Okay. Now, so what we're talking about right now, I'm ahead. Is next, RuPaul entered the workroom for some table visits. Art discusses his failure during the Snatch Game. Karen justifies her Chappelle show choice. Keita dis- discusses her failure to win a challenge yet. Electra plans to be a kangaroo hunter and seeks Ru's approval. Maxi Shield makes a bold choice of material. Etc. worries about her state of limbo in the competition. Anita talks about her Navy experience. Finally, Scarlet throws Electra under the bus, which leads to some sharp words between her and uh, Electra. All right, now we are there in the correct place. You know, the part where, um, Lori, I have a question for you. The part where uh, Maxie was talking to RuPaul, she says a phrase, fair suck of the salve. Do you know what that means, Lori? No. Do you want to tell her, Nathan? So, uh, I believe it refers to a battered salve, which is like a deep fried sausage that you can get at like a fish and chip shop. And oh. fair suck of the salve is like you get your fair go by mm-hmm. having a good amount of that portion of battered salve. That's interesting that you say that because Nami from Nami Clature says fair suck of the sauce bottle. It's an Australian idiom meaning a fair go, a reasonable opportunity to participate. The the other version of it is a fair shake of the sauce bottle. Oh, interesting. That's what I've heard of. But, I mean, in different states in Australia as well, we call things different thing, mm-hmm. things. So, I don't mm-hmm. know if it might have a different intention in Melbourne. But it, it basically means a fair go. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, Nomi says in the Discord, they call it potato cakes. We call it scallops. It's a whole big thing. Yeah. Now, the, now Nathan, let me stay with you here for a second. Do you think it was fair for RuPaul to put Scarlett on the spot there and say, what did you, you know, tell us about Ele- what you thought of Electra's performance? What did you think of Yeah, that? I loved it. I mean, oh, this is know. what you sign up for when you go on RuPaul's Drag Race. You're going to have to throw your friends under the bus. Yeah. And she got asked the question and she answered it. So I can't hate her for it. Mm-hmm. But I do, I do love the reaction she got and that it just stirred up shit. It's funny that you say that because I was hanging out with Laura one time. She went to such great lengths. She hired a bus. To go down her street, I was at her house, and she goes, oh, let's just walk outside for a second. And Lori lives on a cul-de-sac, and there was a bus, yeah. a big city bus that would never, there was a makeshift bus stop in front of Lori's house, and I thought that was weird, and then she pushed me in front of the bus right when it came. Luckily, I- Joe, that was not my, that was not a bus, that was my aunt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, God, Jesus. Yeah. She was wearing a silver dress. Mm-hmm. Now, Lori, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump on you, and you can, that would give you a chance to weigh in here. Does Electra have a right to be angry at Scarlet? No, she's mad at Scarlet, not yes. at RuPaul. Oh, you do? Why is that? Well, I look, I mean, I do I think that she should have gotten angry with her? No. I mean, obviously, like, 
like <laughs> let's look at the let's look at both of the the uh uh chore- choreography scarlett adams wasn't doing anything fresh and new that electra shock was you know not able to do she was basically doing the same dance moves i mean mm-hmm. it's not like scarlett adams was like reinventing the wheel mm-hmm. you know but the problem was is that Scarlett was actually in, was actually actually dumbed down the choreography to allow for the other queens who weren't dancing capable mm-hmm. to do it. That was the whole reason why she won. She didn't win because of her dancing prowess. Mm-hmm. She won because she was able to work, you know, include her entire team and Electra Shock did not include her entire team. Yeah. And so I think that when uh Honestly, I think that the critique that Scarlett Adams gave wasn't even a good critique because she was saying like, oh, I think there's something more to dancing than just kicking your legs in the mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, that's not what the critique that the judges gave, though. Mm-hmm. Like, and you were kicking your legs in the if If I was, if I was like shock and responding, I'd been like, bitch, you were kicking your legs in the air. Everything mm-hmm. I did, you did. So, you know, don't come for me. But I think that Scarlett Adams could have been like, she should have, you know, worked incorporated her the other queens Mm -hmm. more she's like it could have been constructive criticism but it was just hurtful criticism what did you think and so what do you think about that nathan i thought it was fun to watch though Mm -hmm. it was i mean electroshock getting angry is just the funniest thing in the Mm -hmm. world it's great yeah Yeah. it is they they know exactly who to whose buttons to push so let me me ask the final question here uh nathan team electra or team scarlet electra laurie Oh my god! Again, I can't. It's like, what is? It's like the poison. It's like picking a po- the t- two different poisons. <laughs> you just defended Electra for like five minutes, yeah. and saying how much you hate Scarlet, and now you can't pick. I don't like either of them, though. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm gonna say in this instance, Electra. Right. Adoy. Ad- <laughs> <laughs> All right, later in the workroom, Maxi finds success with the sewing machine, but Electra does not. People wonder about Anita's dress, etc. takes the piss out of Karen's outfit. Electra decides last minute to change her outfit based on RuPaul's response. It's elimination day, and the girls get ready for the runway. Karen knows how to deliver a funny concept. Art believes in her own outfit. The girls discuss reactions from people when they're both in and out of drag, and etc. uses this topic as a launching pad to discuss her non-binary status. Lori... I think this is something you and I could talk about here. Uh, first of all, I want to get your thoughts on this, every segment, everything I just talked about. But also, well, why don't we talk about that? What are your thoughts here on everything we just talked about? All this, anything that pops out at you in your notes? Um, yeah, I just, I well, first, I feel like, um, I think Karen from Finance kind of got a raw deal from RuPaul, because I don't think that RuPaul helped her in the way that she could have. Um, because I, well, I think Ru, the problem I have with whenever RuPaul goes to the goes and helps the queens is that she's very generic and vague, like on purpose. And I don't think she actually gives like advice to the queens. She's always just like, just keep shining your light. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, and so, anyways, so I think that there could have been some actual constructive criticism given to Karen that mm-hmm. she could have taken, mm-hmm. but I don't think there was. And so I think that's why Karen was, you know, unfor- had an unfortunate mm-hmm. time on the runway. Yeah. I think Karen fucked up, though. 
As soon as she said, do you know who Chappelle Corby is? And RuPaul said, no, she should have changed her idea then. Because Chappelle Corby would have been an amazing sketch, um, Snatch Game character mm-hmm. because you can do a lot in Snatch Game. But on a runway, you're so limited. And, like, I found it funny. But so it you was got this reference. So was, this was really a big story. Nami gave me the notes. Yeah, huge, yeah. huge. So it was like when I was 15, she got arrested in Bali for smuggling in weed in a boogie board bag. Was she famous before this? No, but oh, okay. she's a young white girl who's oh. pretty. So <clears throat> Australia thought she didn't do it. She denied that she did it. And so she was in prison for like nine years. And so everyone followed her story throughout that time. And now she's back. So it is like a reference every Australian would get. And it mm-hmm. would have killed in Snatch Game, I think, <clears throat> more than Dolly Parton would have. Yeah. So she fucked up by not doing it then. And just you can't you can't resuscitate a an unused Snatch Game character for a design challenge. It just yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. I think if she had used those leaves as like the dress, I think that would have been better. Mm-hmm. But I think she was trying to tell more of the story. And I think the problem was is that RuPaul could have said, you need your dress needs to tell the story, not you tell the story. Mm-hmm. And I think if she had that would have changed Karen's outlook. But I mean, you know, again, who knows? I think mm-hmm. the, the issue I have with these queens is they all just sort of like they have a filter where whatever RuPaul and the judges say goes in one ear and just sort of like doesn't really get directly into their head. It like parts of it do. So anyways. Oh, I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Um, do you think Buzz Lightyear is hot? No. Yeah. Okay. Nathan, where, think, do, where, uh, where do you fall on this, Nathan? I think Bo Peep is hot too. I think Woody's hotter, but I, I do think Buzz is attractive. Oh, that chin. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. All right. Now it's time for the looks. Uh, All right. This was the whole thing was about the look, about taking uh, used materials and doing stuff with it, per usual. I mean, I will follow along, but I don't really have much to say about the looks, but I will walk it through here. Uh, The theme, the category is Recycled. First of all, let's start with RuPaul herself. Uh, uh, Nathan, do you have any thoughts on RuPaul's look? I have no idea what the fuck that look was meant to be. Mm-hmm. No idea. Very confusing. I thought you looked great. Okay. Uh, Art Simone came down the runway. Why don't you tell us about this? Uh, what did you thought about this, Nathan? Yeah, so she had the pink Mary Antoinette look. Mm-hmm. I liked it. She had that big, I don't know, birdhouse thing in her head. Mm-hmm. I thought she looked really nice and cute. All right. Laura, do you have any thoughts? On, you, are you going to stay out of this, Laura? I'm only in it because I'm going through it. But if you have any thoughts, Laura, just raise your on little. Just in general or, or yeah. on specific queens? On specific queens or whatever. I love Maxie's. Oh, we're not there. We're not there yet. All right. Okay. Key to me, Nathan. I actually enjoyed this look. It's It was the campy ball pit look. You can tell she used the materials mm-hmm. and you could still see that they were materials, which I think is part of this challenge. So I enjoyed it. All right, I like uh, I liked how much uh, what's her face uh, uh, etc. got so upset that she what? was safe. We're not there yet. I know, but that's that's the only reason why I like that look. That was my favorite part about the whole thing, etc. etc. Nathan, this one was a bit confusing. It was apparently like 1920s, but she was holding a giant fly swatter or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm, while it looked pretty, mm-hmm. it was confusing. All right. Lori, you ever thought et cetera, et cetera? It was hot garbage. It looked like uh, she accidentally got tangled up in chiffon 
on her way out to the runway. That's it was terrible. Maxi Shield, Nathan. She had the the bag look, which was very punk and grunge. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved it too. I thought she should have won. All right, Karen from Finance, Nathan. It was funny. It would kill in a bar, but it was terrible for this challenge. Yeah, it wasn't good. It, it didn't like elevate or anything. I thought it was a funny thing, but it wasn't like it didn't look couture like fashionable or anything. Electra Shock, Nathan. She had all of the neckties sort of cut up and put into like a clashing print pattern, which mm-hmm. was cool. It was a good look, but it was a bit yeah. It was the safe look for me. Lori. I mean, I don't know. I felt like her wig looked like she bought it at a dollar store. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't look like it didn't look like a great that great of a wig. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, it was okay. It wasn't great, but it was okay. Nathan, Anita Wiglet. Anita had the book look with the VHS tape on her shoulder. I actually thought she looked really dramatic and cool. I didn't yeah. think it was bad. Mm-hmm. And then finally, Scarlett Adams. Nathan. So she had uh, that picnic look with shorts, which mm-hmm. was a big deal. It was glamdiculous, apparently. Yeah. Uh-huh. I thought she actually looked really cool. Like, she had grapes as earrings, and, uh-huh. like, come on, that's cool. Lori? I didn't get why everybody liked it. I thought it was very, like, s- simple, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, she looked attractive in it, but, I mean, it just kind of was, like, compared to... I honestly thought Anita Wiglet's outfit was better than hers. It mm-hmm. just looked kind of... Eh. All right. Yeah, they did a made a dirty. They yeah. did. They did. We'll talk about it. All right. And those are the looks. Uh, all right. Where is my... I keep moving all these papers around. All right. On the main stage, Keita and Electra are safe and head backstage. Meanwhile, Art, Maxie, and Scarlet are in the top, while Karen from Finance, Anita Wiglet, and et cetera, et cetera, are in the bottom. In Untucked, Electra relishes in her safehood. Meanwhile, Karen and Anita are resigned to the notion that they're in the bottom, too. Finally, et cetera, bitches about the critiques, and then comes for Keita Means outfit. Back on the main stage, Scarlet wins the challenge, and Karen from Finance and Anita Wiglet are in the bottom, too, forcing them to do Get out in a lip sync battle for their lives. The song I Begin to Wonder by Danny Minogue. After all was said and done, Karen from Finance was told, Shantae, you stay, while Anita Wiglet was asked to sashay away. Uh, I'm going to get your final thoughts in the episode, but Nathan, why don't you tell me about that lip sync? What were your thoughts on that lip sync there? You know what? It was okay. I was glad that there was a song that was recognizable. Mm hmm. Uh,. They, but they both did fine. I couldn't really pick a winner mm-hmm. one over the other. But I I mean, it was basic white girl choreography. It was a lot of, like, you know, the the arm roll here. And then yeah. <laughs> you'd see it at any, any yeah. shitty bar. Yeah, you're right. There's even that, like, meme that goes around the gay blogs about that guy that does that, like, every drag race lip sync ever. I feel a lot of those moves were in there. Yeah, Laurie, and did all of them. Yeah. And, Lori, what were your thoughts on this lip sync? Well, I was confused because they were like, both of them in their testimonials were like, I'm going to bring it. I'm going to bring it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show them what I'm worth. Mm-hmm. And it's well, like, yeah. okay, like, um, do you know that this is the time to bring it? Or are you saving your energy for the second song that you mm-hmm. think is happening? Because yeah. that kind of, that's what it, I felt like. They were like, oh, there's going to be a second song that I have mm-hmm. to sing for. Yeah. Because a lot, it was just, I was like, oh, I just want to lay down and take a nap. Yeah. Uh, any other final thoughts on the episode? Nathan, have all your notes been exhausted? No, I have a few more thoughts. Yeah, good. So I was glad we had 
another guest judge there. Oh, yes. But you could tell that RuPaul did not know who that person was or mm-hmm. what the fuck they said because yeah. Ru, like, introduced them and then they said something and Ru just goes, gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> like, she did not hear a word. Yeah, she said. didn't care. They word. were there just because they were told they were going to be there. And then you've never seen a weird movie promotion like that. They're never like, <sighs> yeah, they're never like, um, oh, by the way, Gaga, tell us about that new album you have. <laughs> Yeah. It was so bizarre. It was very their strange. first live guest. That yeah. was an odd choice. Yeah. yeah and they were wearing great. that like giant pendant thing, but uh, it's cute. Right. Um, and I thought, as much as etc. was being an annoying bitch this episode, mm-hmm. she was pretty funny in confessionals when she was putting on Keita's like ball wig mm-hmm. and saying how fucking ugly it was. Like I thought that was that was fun. Yeah, that was pretty good. Enjoyed that. I uh, thought but, that was a, a yeah. tad mean because she was like, "Let me take it off my head before I get bed <laughs> bed fishing." Yeah, um, those are your own. No- wait, those are all your notes, Nathan. Yeah, and I just I, I get that Scarlet won, but I w- wish it would have been either Art or Maxi that won, just to mm-hmm. not give Scarlet that resume so soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Very good, Lori. What about you? Any final thoughts? Well, the judging for me was so confusing because they told etc. that she wasn't. Her story didn't, what she wasn't telling enough of a story. Mm-hmm. They told Karen that she was telling too much of a story. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I was just like, well, make up your mind. Do you want a story or do you not want a story? Yeah. Like, it just, I, you know, if you're looking for just glamour, then yeah, I guess et cetera works because she, it did look okay. Like mm-hmm. it looked, you know, she made it work. But yeah, it, it was just a hodgepodge of bullshit. But I mean, you know, Karen's at least had a story. Yeah. Also, I thought Anita Wicklet was done dirty because, like, mm-hmm. her her outfit, you could... Like, they kept saying, oh, we've seen it before. We've seen all of this before. Yeah. Like, this... I've only well, watched, it, like, four or five seasons of Drag Race total, and I, I've seen this before. In theory, we've seen Scarlet's before. Uh, yes. Very similar and to what Gigi Good did. If you've seen did. a book look before, don't put books in the fucking trash can. By the way, Rue stole one of the book looks for her season... Was it season nine? She stole it from yeah. Naomi? Yeah. Um, oh, well, here's a couple of things. I want to have some notes I never got to. During the weed convo that RuPaul had with Karen from Finance, it's clearly she's borrowing that moment from Utica from season 13 where she's doing the totally. weed around. Yeah, 100%. By the way, what's up with Ketamine's boy hair? So you can, it's very strange, almost like a, like a strange serial killer from the south of the south part, the southern part of the United States. Yeah, that's why she's always wearing the hat. I feel. Oh, you're right. But then, but you you chose the hairstyle. <laughs> um, one of the things on the main stage is Reese does this amazing thing that's so funny when he does one of his lines. He doesn't look at Rue or Michelle. He looks at a strange point off in the distance, and it's look, watch out for it. It is so funny. He doesn't look at them. He'll be he'll just like. Uh, you're not going to this will be very visual for everyone here but he'll be like talking over here and it's so funny because he's not looking at them it's a very watch out for the next episode I think it's it makes the joke funnier um, very strange that we see RuPaul actually judging directly we don't I don't think we've seen that in a very very long time RuPaul actually giving critiques and yeah. giving advice and doing that's very unusual um now, going to Etcetera's outfit, she's really shady backstage during Untuck, but I actually do agree with her. I actually do know what she's talking about with that thing she was holding. I have seen enough of those 1920s artwork with fairies and stuff that they will be holding. It's not necessarily just 20s, though. It could be like the teens and stuff like that. 
But like they do hold things like the look she has does definitely harken back to it. I do love Michelle Visage, fashion historian, going like, "Oh, they did do that, but they wore the makeup on the way down." I'm like, "Really? When? When yeah. did you realize? When you were googling during when they weren't filming?" Um, she wanted to find because she you know she hated that she hated that etc. Corrected her on the stage, and so she went and uh-huh. googled 1920 <laughs> stuff so she could find something to justify what she said. Um. Also, to go back with what you're saying about Hanita was done dirty. Um, so, Rue and Michelle rip Anita apart in her outfit, which I thought looked fine. And Reese, and I think the the other guy, too, were kind of, like, complimenting her on it. And I'm all, oh, Reese, not realizing that it's Anita's time to go and they have to justify where they're sending Anita home. Like, yeah, the outfit was not bad. The outfit was fine. No. They were ripping it apart like it was awful. The first outfit she was going to make was garbage. Yes. Yes. But she, she, so she hot glued. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, it ended up looking good. By the way. I didn't like that. And right before they lip synced, Karen did a dab. She dabbed. What were your thoughts on that? That was kind of funny, wasn't it? Yeah, the dab was kind of random, but it was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. Um, I don't know. I thought it was okay. I mean, it was sort of like, I think dabbing is like supposed to be like an actual, like, that's when something good happens, right? Well, maybe that's the dabbed, joke. Like a graduation or something. And then she dabbed at like a, a she was in the bottom. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Lori, um, I, br- I forgot to bring this question up for you when we were talking about, um, back there, when we were talking about the, what, you know, um, they were talking about the drag queens that they're disappointed when they're like not in drag, right? Yeah. Do you have that experience? I don't know Nathan does too, where like, but especially as a comedian, that people are when they meet you IRL that they're disappointed that you're not a stand-up comic all the time and that you're kind of serious or whatnot or have serious moments. Yeah, well, I think that you know you get you get people who think that stand-up comedians are always sort of on, and mm-hmm. there are some stand-up comics who are sort of always like making jokes and stuff. Mm -hmm. But then like, I remember uh star when we first started hanging out, she was like, Oh, I don't really like hanging out with your friends. Cause they, it's always goes to like death and depression. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much all we talk about. (laughs) So, you know, very good. Um, all right. Well, uh, that's going to do it for the, Ooh, crikey. You got Sheila Mail. Of course, I want to end the show. We get Sheila Mail. All right, here we go. Here's what it is. Let's listen. Hi, this is Tom from Australia, and I thought I'd give my thoughts on whether Drag Race Down Under is too American, as some of the other Aussies have said. First of all, Drag Race is an American show. The creator's American, and whilst he has some tenuous connection to Australia, and on occasion he might make the same dumb Aussie joke that I don't really find funny, he does, and it adds some Australian flavour that I still enjoy. Ultimately, he's a nearly 60-year-old man who I'm sure had no need to do the Down Under show, but I'm glad he did because I want to hear what he thinks of our queens and how they compare to all the others worldwide. Second, it's his world and we all just live in it. And what his world is, is him hosting the show as a duo. That's when it's at its best, which is where the second unavoidable American comes in. She's been around a long time and I love her. Um, sure, she's turned being mildly famous 15 years ago and the friend of the creator into a career about drag, but without the relationship between those two and the fun you can tell they have together, the show would be much worse off. Third, all the queens are still Aussie or Kiwi, so we get plenty of those moments. 
Fourth, they have made some efforts in that the third panel member is Aussie, and I'm sure there are Aussie Kiwi producers involved. He doesn't get that much time, but where he comes in, he's great and makes us like him, uh, and we don't risk having a potential annoying Jeffrey Boyer Chapman-like person, which we could if it was all Aussies. Finally, I think having the original host gives a much wider audience to our queens, which can only be a good thing for them. Overall, I like the show as an American show. I'm glad we have some Aussie flavour, and I'm very happy with Joe, Laurie, and Nathan being the hosts of Drag Race Down Under Recap. Oh, wow. Well, thank you very much. And if you would like to leave a voicemail, go to speakpipe.com slash afterthought media and leave it there. Usually I try to interrupt what Lori's saying with one of those voicemails, but uh, I forgot to do it this time. All right. Lori, was Tom me- talking about the Drag Race panel or was he talking about our show? Because I was thinking two unavoidable Americans, yeah. one Aussie that they let speak every now and then. I was like, is that us? I mean, it's pretty much, it's both. Yeah. You know, it's both. We're, we try to emulate yeah. the show. Well, I, that, thought read a lot yeah. of, I thought I agree with everything you said. No, Nathan, what about you? Yeah, good you know who, Tom. You know who Thank shook? you, Tom. Nami, our producer, is shook. He was basically arguing with Nami. All right, well, that's going to do for this oh week's episode gosh. of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under Season 1. So... For Nathan Brown, Lori Roggin, Camp, and myself, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, 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 oi. I did it. Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia or email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more Drag Race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. You can follow Lori Roggenkamp on Instagram at LoriULiar. That's L-A-U-R-I-U-L-I-A-R. She also has another podcast called Bloody Podcast. You can find that podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Nathan Brown has two other podcasts. The first is Breaking Down Bad Books, and the other is called Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. You can find those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find Nathan on Instagram at NathanBrown90. Finally, follow Joe Batance on Instagram at Joe Batance. This episode was produced by Nathan Harder. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast. Thank you.